Welcome to the Midnight Queso Podcast. I'm Tessa. I'm Square Knot. I've been saying Lynn, but... But really, you're Square Knot? I'm really Square Knot. And if you don't know who that is, listen to our first podcast. Yeah, you gotta catch up. Yep. So we're today, we're gonna talk about some recent holidays. We just had um, April Fool's and Easter. Same week. Is April Fool's a holiday? It's a great question. What do you think? I don't know. Probably not. If it's a holiday, it's my least favorite holiday. If it's a holiday, it's an April Fool's joke. Exactly. (laughs) So it probably is. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. So, uh, all right. So let's start out. What's your most memorable April Fool's, Dad? Well, my probably my most memorable April Fool's uh, comes in... uh, category of a lot of stuff i just i i hate to uh have pranks played on me i'm a middle child i'm not you know i'm kind of slow on the uptakes occasionally and it seemed like i was one that would be really gullible and everybody would play the jokes on me so my most memorable is a collective of how much i hated april fools that being said there is actually one really wonderful memory I have about a joke being played on. Um, So where I lived in Jiggs, Idaho, there was a a family. uh, They were called the Price Brothers. It was two brothers that ran a herd of about um, 1,500 ewe sheep, and in the spring they would lamb, and they would bring them down into the valley about four blocks from where I lived, and the uh, sheep would have their lambs. And what happens with that is when the it's still bad weather and cold, and so when the sheep um, have their lambs for the first couple of days, you put them in a shed that's covered and dry, and you feed and water them, uh, starting when I was uh, 14 years old, freshman in high school. My brother and I were the people that fed these ewes and their lambs while they were in these sheds for two days for about a six-week period, starting at 5.30 in the morning. And then we would also repeat it at night after school. And uh, these were long sheds that were about 250 feet long, probably 100 ewes with lambs in the sheds. And we would get up at 5.30 in the morning, be over there feeding these lambs, and then we would do milk our own cows, do our own chores after that. So it was kind of a... A big deal to do and one particular morning I got up at 5 30 uh, walked over to where uh, the sheep sheds were and started feeding the lambs and uh, um, as I was going along and started uh, Mr. Price James Price was his name came up and said you'll never believe what happened last night we had a two-headed we had a two-headed lamb and two-headed lamb happens. It's fairly rare, and it's kind of a big deal, you know, to have a two-headed lamb. Sure. So I go, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe it. I want to see a two-headed lamb. So he says, well, it's down in the shed down there. And so they had uh, had a lot of sheep that night that had lambed, probably about 50 or 60. And so we went down to the far shed. There was an overflow, and I went running after him, and he was just, come on, we got to see it, you know, and it's still alive. You can't believe it. So we went down, and we went into the shed. We went all the way to the back of the shed, the very last pen, and he says, it's right there. Can you see it? And I said, no, and I bent over and looking at it, and uh, 
Then just when I was about climbing in the shed to see it, he said, hey, for fools. I, you know, it was 5.30 in the morning. I had no idea it was April Fool's. The funniest thing about this joke is James Price. James Price was just the funniest guy. He was always joking, but he laughed. And he would just laugh so hard that he would have to stop. And just he would actually go on the ground and start laughing. And then he would look at you five minutes later and he'd start laughing again because he was <laughs> so funny. So James Price just roared laughing and laughed and laughed and laughed. I go, funny, 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 funny. And uh, anyway, he got me, you know, it was, it was the greatest thing. And all and later that night when he saw me, when I passed him in the thing, he started to laugh again. He thought it was the, he had done this greatest joke. Well, the, the, the I laughed now to think of it. The funniest thing is about this. For the next two years on April Fools, he got me again. <laughs> so three times. <laughs> three times he got me. I worked for him. I worked for four years doing that all through high school. And the fourth year, <laughs> finally, you're I remember, and I go, "No, I'm not going to go chase that one." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean that that at least is kind of like a victimless. Yeah, it's joke, it's, it's funny. Know? Yeah, it was funny. Anyway, it was it was. Uh, and there's a whole story. James Price was just a hoot to work for. He was always he was always laughing. So anyway, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So my most memorable, and actually my most memorable is the one that's your most memorable. The, the one that I'm about to share. Okay, so um, I'm there's some backstory here. I'm a really deep sleeper, and when I say that, I mean like very deep sleeper. Um, I mean. <laughs> you can't wake her up. It's very once hard. Once she's asleep, you just, you know, once she had been responsible for some keys or something, we thought, and we tried to wake her up to see where the, she had put the keys, and it was absolutely impossible. She was walking around the house still asleep. In fact, I think there was, like, probably a little bit of sleepwalking and stuff in there. I'm not I'm not that deep of a sleeper anymore. I mean, I'm still, still a little bit, but... Back when I was a kid, it was intense. So I was probably, I think I was in third grade. So I would have been eight, like nine. You were older than that. It was almost junior high. Okay, so maybe. It was like sixth grade. Maybe, I remember being at the elementary school. So I was in elementary school. So something like maybe nine or ten or something, somewhere around there. And I remember, I'll tell my side of the story. So we had had some people visiting. I don't remember who. And I was out on like the couch and I remember waking up and there being something like on my arms. And I remember like not knocking it against something like the side of the couch or like something that made a noise. And I like sleepily woke up to two casts on my arms. (laughs) So why don't you tell your side of the story? Well, when I was in residency, I worked with an orthopedic surgeon who who had told me the story that he put casts on his kids for April Fool's joke. And I always thought it was kind of funny. And uh, two or three times I'd thought about it, but uh, Tessa's other three older siblings, I'd tried to kind of manipulate them or move their arm or something, and they would wake right up. So I was working. I was on call, and uh, I was delivering a baby, and... Got done delivering the baby, and about 1 o'clock in the morning, I thought, you know, this might be just the time on Tessa, you know. So 
So I went over to the office and got some uh, green fiberglass wrapping paper and a lot of padding. You know, the thing that I wanted to make sure is that the cast didn't hurt her. You know, other than if she hit herself in the head, she'd knock herself out. But I mean, it, right. the, it wasn't painful. too t- or yeah. it wasn't too tight on the arm. So I got home and kind of turned on a little lamp and was trying to do it. And it was obvious she wasn't going to wake up. I was grabbing her arm. <laughs> and usually when I put casts on, there's somebody else helping you. And and also the patients help you because they're holding the yeah. arm up. But, you know, your asleep. arm is like you're asleep and so it don't fall down. And so I, by the time I got done, I turned on all the lights. I was grabbing your <laughs> arm. <laughs> and I got the first cast on and you were still nowhere near woke up. So I stuck the second cast on. (laughs) So you were like, Dad, are you going to take this cast off? And I says, yeah, after school. (laughs) Yeah, so I went to school with two casts. So then, of course, it became a whole thing because, you know, I had two casts on my arm and everyone was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, my dad just put casts on my arm. My dad's abusive, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure my teacher was like, well, okay. But they, I was careful I didn't get them up around your hand. No, and I could like actually, by the end of the day, I think I could slip them off. You could them slide off. them off, yeah, because I was really careful not to to make sure that they didn't impinge anything. So Yeah, so that one's always, uh, that that's was, probably the most memorable one. Yeah, that was kind of fun, yeah. You know, I feel like it's very person-specific. <sighs> yeah. Like, uh, the fact that, I mean, honestly, I don't, I did not wake up. Yeah. Not one bit. No, you didn't at all. Yeah. Well, I was getting two casts. And it, and it was pretty. It was pretty. I was lifting your arm, trying to do it. Your mom was asleep, so I couldn't wake her up to help me. So anyway. Yeah, I wonder what mom thought of that. <laughs> I had told Who her about knows? it. She 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 knew I was capable of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a pretty good one. Um, Aunt Janet loved April Fools. Yeah, my sister. My sister is. Four years younger than me. She loved everything about April Fools. She did all kind of stuff. She made cotton ball chocolates. Yeah, and they looked beautiful. They were just they looked like these beautiful uh, chocolates with raspberries filling or something in them, and they were cotton balls. Yeah, yeah and she, she would set that. them on her desk, or she one year she gave them to us. You know, was yeah. a, here here's some chocolates. And she would set them on her desk at school, and kids would like steal them because they thought they were chocolates, and then they were cotton balls. Yeah. She did that. She put, um, one year, she put a Thatcher license plate on, like, my front plate. Thatcher Eagles, yeah. Yeah. It's a big rivalry. Yeah. And I would go into Safford. Safford Bulldogs, yeah. Uh, I think it was just a sticker. Like, I think she just put it. But I think I did finally notice, like, what's that? (laughs) Yeah. But she she liked that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, she she, she always did something. Yeah. Well, so. that's, that's basically April Fool's. I've done a few things, uh, you know, like one day I was off and I told my wife I was called, I told Santa, your mom I was called back to work. <laughs> Just for fun? Yeah. And then I went and got her some flowers and oh. brought, brought it home to her, yeah. I think for the most part, I really hate practical jokes. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of don't like pranks. Yeah. So because I don't like them so much, uh, you know, I don't know. For me, I just don't really like pranks. Yeah. I mean, I think like some of the ones we've but we've described, you know, they're kind of a victimless, just funny, yeah. you know, which is okay. But 
But I've had had things like uh, people gave me chocolates. It was really ex lax, and I was sick for three days. Yeah, I mean that's not okay. I've had uh, I've had other things like that. Sure, you know, yeah. played on me that they thought was really funny that is not funny at all. You know, yeah, no, that's trauma that embarrasses you and stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. So let's pivot into Easter. So, what are your favorite uh, Easter memories? Well, East. Easter in our family was really a big deal. I mean, um, mom and dad made it kind of special. Easter Bunny was always around. You know, I think, I think uh, more than probably Christmas, Easter was was kind of more about Christ. We still had the Easter Bunny, but it was about you know celebrating the resurrection and death of Christ. But uh, we always uh, had Easter basket. We always had a big ham for dinner. And um, the Easter bunny would go outside and hide all kinds of candies in little nests. And that was always kind of fun. As I got older and was working in the sheep sheds, I've described, we were the ones that were up. And so when I'd get home from feeding the sheep, there would be the candy <laughs> setting in a thing with a note, go go, go be the Easter bunny. Oh, yeah. So I did that for a few years with my, for my younger brother and sister. The most memorable Easter for me is uh, when I was in residency. I was in residency in southeastern Wisconsin, and there's a lot of Polish people and Italian people there. And that's Catholic, and that was really my first exposure to, as a Catholic, what it means for Easter. And it's a it's a big, important holiday, and you know, and it's very special to them. And for the Polish and the Italians, particularly the Polish, Easter is a beautiful ham uh, for the Italian sausage, and this just wonderful meal celebrating Christ and and uh, everything around it. And so I was working, and uh, at about uh, 4.30, they started to roll in. And who started to roll? 4.30 in the afternoon. And it was just literally one patient after another in heart failure because of the salt load from the (laughs) ham. And it was a a nightmare. It was my first exposure to it, and it was just— they just come, ate too much ham? Yeah, they ate too much salt, yeah. And so they were on the edge. You oh, know, right. And had, then they had tons it's just of ham. Like, and... You know, they would they were on diuretics, they were on things, or they might have had heart failure before, but they just and I remember one guy, one little Italian guy says, But I ate just a little bit of salt. <laughs> just a little teeny bit. How many pieces? Only four. You know, and they have prosciutto. Oh yeah. You which know, is like, which is just salt. Yeah, it's just beautiful yeah. prosciutto, which is this beautiful, wonderful ham. And he just couldn't resist. And so he was in failure. And I mean, we just had one. I mean, it was a nightmare night. I was up all night with these people in heart failure. And we had to actually intubate one of them and run him on a ventilator. And uh, and uh, their lungs were filled with fluid. And it was all, it was all <laughs> to do with with the Easter and uh, and the intake of too much salt. So that just shows you salt does make a difference on that's uh, crazy on your on your. Did you have balance. that on other holidays? No, 
Like most of Not as pronounced, because if you really think about Easter, particularly with the Polish Catholics, and I think the Italians too, it's this, it's this family around with this, um, with this wonderful meal full of salt. And it's just, you know, I, you know, I know grandma, you got heart failure, but you know, surely, you know, Christ would, God would understand if I just had a little bit of ham, you know. Well, you can't not have ham on Easter. Well, yeah. I, I understand. It was just this, yeah. it was this really dramatic. That's crazy. The next day I was just dead tired. It was, it was really interesting. interesting. Yeah, that is, that is really interesting. Who'd have thought? Salt. Yeah, it was in that area. It was really pronounced. I've had that on other times uh, in uh, Safford. And those in south southeastern Arizona will kind of understand this. Uh, it's kind of the last day of spring, Easter, if you will. It's when the desert is still pleasant to go out to till it's uh, because it's hot. And my first Easter in Safford, I was on call on the weekend, and that means in those days we didn't have ER docs, so I was the ER doc also. And um, all these people, all these big families, they have family reunions and stuff, and they go out. All of Pima goes out to a place out in the desert, and they have all their ATVs and forerunners, and they do everything. And uh, I remember that because we had third-degree burns from people getting drunk and falling the fire. We had uh, a broken hip, uh, bro- broken arms and legs. I can remember we had a broken neck that I had to send oh out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was just everybody being crazy out on the sand dunes and stuff, and Many Easter's we would lose somebody, you know, somebody would die. Yeah, but being a doctor, I mean, you're you don't wish stuff like that to happen. But as a doctor, that's sure it's fun to take care of people that need your help, you know. Right. And uh, but it's also hard. Same time you're up all night taking care of these people with fractured hips, fractured pelvis, weren't wearing their helmet, you know. Crazy. Doing crazy stuff because they're drinking too much alcohol. But And then I think that still exists here in Arizona. Oh, definitely. Easter's a big desert. It's out a big, desert well, and holiday. I think it's a big, um, yeah, it's a big out in the desert drinking, you know. Yeah, yeah. Holiday. Where I grew up in Idaho, we still had two feet of snow a lot of times. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. not, the, not the same. But, I mean, it's it's starting to get hot here. Yeah. And so it was quite hot. It was quite hard on hot on Easter, yeah. So, we had some good Easter's at home growing up too. You'd always hide eggs. Well, your mom's the the holiday guru, and I grew up in a family that was that way too. And so, we just you know she overkilled on everything. Everybody had a basket. She made homemade baskets that she like sewed by hand. Yeah, Um, and then you'd always hide them. Yeah. And then we'd wake up, and there would be little nests and eggs everywhere. Yeah. For for those of you that don't know, Tessa's our youngest by seven years. The next one is seven years older than you. And so as Tessa was getting kind of the fun age, which was six or seven, the other kids were kind of... They were teens. They were teens and kids that care less about Easter. And so one Easter... Uh, my wife, Sandra, and I did our tradition where we got the Easter eggs, and the older kids weren't interested at all. 
And uh, so we hid the Easter eggs out. And Tessa went out, you know, and started collecting the Easter eggs. And what did you collect first, a $20 bill or a $5 bill? I don't know, some money. We put money in the Easter eggs. <laughs> we put a couple of $5 bills, some ones, and a 20 out there. And when Tessa hit the first $5 bill, you should have seen the other the other two, I think it was there, scramble. <laughs> To, yeah, to, they were more interested. They were then all of a sudden very interested in yeah. hunting for the Easter eggs. Yes. That's kind of a fun memory for me. And our baskets were always like creative places. Yeah. And, and usually she had made, she usually made the baskets. Yeah, yeah no, she made the baskets. I've made, um, they're not like just like mom's, but I made by hand our baskets. Uh. They remind me of mom's baskets. One year, right after we were first married, Sandra cooked uh, uh, rolls for our Easter dinner, and they were little uh, bunnies That's with cute. a little nose, had a little clove in for the nose and the eyes. And then there was a nest of Easter eggs, and so she got green um, green jello, mixed it with whipped cream for the <laughs> nest. And then uh, the eggs, she actually got eggs where she took the the egg out, rinsed the shell, and put uh, jello in the oh in the eggs. in the egg and then cooled it and then we actually so it was literally a, a nest of jello eggs all different colors. That's cool. That's a lot that's of work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> she, that shows how amazing she is yeah. with yeah. holidays. That's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. That was, that was, but that was, but that's very cool. It was it was pretty fun. Yeah. No, I I always really enjoy Easter. It's just such an interesting uh, holiday where it's, you know, very spiritual, but also there's so many fun things about it. So we've, um, me and Bradley, for the first, so probably our first three Easter's, he was working at the Art Center. So the last couple, I just remember last year when the pandemic hit, um, someone's like, what do you guys do for Easter? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a tradition. Well, and, and you know, in our thing, it was similar. Similar, I mean, yeah. I, I just told you about two Easter's that I worked. So, right. Yeah. Well, and there was more than that. There's a lot, lot of those. So, but because of your mom, we always figured out, you know, yeah. we would either find the eggs before I left or once I got back. What's your favorite holiday, Dad? What do you think? Oh, it's got to be Christmas. Christmas? Oh, yeah. No no doubt. By far, for several reasons. But when we get to Christmas, we can talk we all can about talk Christmas. We can talk about Christmas. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Any closing thoughts on uh, spring holidays? Um, I, you know, I'll, when we talk about Christmas months from now, we'll talk about it more, but I was raised, and also Sandra, is that it's okay that there's an Easter bunny, and you don't, right? You know, kids are going to figure it out soon enough, and and there's a magic to to something like the Easter bunny. There's a magic to uh, fantasy and and uh, believing in things that are or not there, and I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of that. I think. Uh, Tell I don't think you have to tell your kids. Now, there really isn't an Easter bunny. You know, it's really mom and dad collecting them. You know, I mean, I, I just, it's, I'm, I'm uh, very much against that. Do you think it distracts from, like, the spiritual aspects of the holiday? I think it can. Um, I mentioned, 
I mentioned that there was definitely an Easter money in our family, but there was definitely the resurrection and uh, Jesus Christ. I think Christ. you can do you, you do can do both. both, particularly with Easter and Christmas. Those two that are, uh, you know, both those hol- holidays come from a spiritual aspect of Christ, and there's also paganism in both of them as they've evolved, and so. You can you can emphasize the paganism if you want to. I choose not to in those. I choose to uh, celebrate the the, Christ, the Christian aspect and the faith faith in Christ. Sounds good. Great holiday. So April Fools isn't. April Fools isn't. <laughs> no, no, I no. Consider. But uh, Easter is a great holiday. It was a good Easter this year. We had fun. Yeah. 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 All right, so uh, this is this is Tessa. This is Square Knot. And we're signing off for this episode.